Hello, I'm your host Felician, and today my guest is Jonas Molbech-Kuskner, the founder of Hume Agency, a creative employer branding agency where they help startups and scale-ups discover their unique stories and personalize brands by giving them a voice. In this episode, you will learn more about employer branding, what are the fundamentals, and why it's more important than some may think. Our guest will tell you when is the right time to focus on employer branding and where it should be placed in the overall strategy of your company. So, let's get started. Hi, Jonas. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah. I'm pumped because yeah, employer branding is quite a big topic and that's your specialization. So please tell me, what should every B2B leader know about employer branding? Yeah, well, it, uh, it is definitely a, a big topic at the moment. And, and I think that's why it's been uh, a bit, bit misunderstood for, for many people. Uh, it, it is a buzzword in some sense because no one really knows what to do with it. Uh, but, but the basics of employer branding is that it's your reputation as an employer. It's the foundation of your organization. It's what people think of you when you're not in the room. It's, it's like a personal brand. Uh, so to, to form a, a great employer brand as, as a company really just sets you apart from competitors. It's really, it shows both uh, customers and, and candidates who you are as a person, who are behind the logo. Uh, why are you doing the things you're doing? And, and what's the, the way you're doing things? And, and that can really just put you so much far ahead from competitors in, in, in order of, uh, of attracting the, the right talent and, and showing customers as well who, who you are and, and why they should work with you. Yeah, but what are the fundamentals of employer branding? Because uh, yeah, everybody knows they should be posting on social media and they have to say something. But yeah, Definitely. how can you make it work? Well, the, the fundamentals of employer branding is is like knowing your people. Uh, who are you? What what are the practices? What what are you doing on a daily basis? And and compare that to your talent needs. You can say. Uh, because if you do that and, and look at, okay, what, what types of people are we going to hire in the next year, let's say, uh, mm-hmm. and you, you see different types, okay, we're going to need a new sales team or we're going to hire a lot of software developers, um, then you know your, your needs in, in terms of recruiting, compare that to the people you already have. If you know your people well and you know your company and your, your culture, then you know which kind of people you want to attract, you know which kind of people that would benefit the company to, to get on board. And, and with those two components in order, uh, you can create like compelling communication strategies based on those facts. And that is like the, in my, in, in my opinion, the fundamentals of employer branding, it is like creating great communication lines and, and, and doing these more impactful strategic things and, and thinking in order to attract the right people that can really benefit the culture and, and every uh, aspect of, of your company. Uh, so, so in a sense, that's to break it down in, in the most simple yeah. sense that is employer branding. But how do you learn what will attract those people? Because yeah, obviously everybody knows they want to work for a good employer, but how can you show it? Like it's impossible to show how you treat people because people have to experience it. De- definitely. Uh, you, you can say if you go to a career site or if you go to, to social media and you just see uh, a couple of buzzwords written on a, on a page, candidates, they can look right through that bullshit uh, to, to, to say it straight, straight away. Um, it, it's, it's the same thing that you, that you see on every uh, careers page that is like the most basic way of 
uh, interpreting a, a, an employer brand because that is the mm -hmm. most common place that that companies gather all information about the culture. Uh, so to really get it out there and, and to show who you are as, as a company and, and who the people work in there, um, you could create content. And that is why we are creative content uh, agency as well, uh, working with employer branding. It is given a voice to those employees that uh, reflects that talent that you actually need in, in the future. So mm -hmm. instead of just writing some, some different buzzwords on, on a careers page, look at the talent needs, as I said earlier, and see who reflects that pool of talent inside your company already and then give the, the the mic to them give a voice to them uh what, because they, they know why did, why did i apply why am i still here that's the two common uh questions that should be answered from every aspect of your company like every department because mm -hmm. if you need a lot of software developers you already have software developers in your company like just ask them the simple questions why did you apply and why are you still here they will elaborate and then they will tell authentic stories about what actually keeps them there and why it is a great employer. And that will attract so much better talent than just writing uh, great teamwork and uh, startup environment on, 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 on the careers page. Everybody says that. No matter <laughs> who you are, but you can find it everywhere. <laughs> exactly. The best thing, uh, we are fast growing and developing. Like... Saying you're fast growing is, is like compared to, to saying we don't know what we're doing at all because it, it, like that, that, that what people hear. So it, of course you're fast growing, but what people and candidates actually want to know is, okay, nice, you're fast growing people like you move quickly, but do you like, do you know your shit? Do you have it all figured out? Do you have it together? Of course you don't, but then tell what are your most uh like that the, the greatest aspects of, of your company how are you handling scaling that much because that isn't such great buzzword anymore because people are just like comparing that to okay you don't know uh, anything about what you're doing your operations are quite shit to to say yeah. are straight um so so so, so it's it's really like giving a voice to the employees that's not leadership so so all the talent they they can they can mirror themselves in um in them and and see okay is, is this actually a company i could see myself working at yeah like i love the thing you just said that give a voice to your people because uh, yeah companies do customer interviews they learn about those people but they but they completely forget about interviewing their current employees because your employees are your biggest strength. It's always been like that, and it always be, will be like that. But yeah, so many people forget about putting more attention to them. I would like to ask you, where should employer branding stand in the whole marketing strategy of a company? Well, I think, like, in my opinion, it's, it's quite wrong that you see uh, marketing and branding and employer branding as, as different pillars. Like they, they, mm -hmm. they, they, they really work together so well because if you have a great uh, brand and you have a great employer brand, it just connects and, and, it, and it lifts your brand up in total and, 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 and with marketing as well because it is just uh, it's, it's a cornerstone of your brand. It's your people. It's, it's, the, it's the people that sells your product. It's the people that will attract uh, new talent to the company. And, and, and the same in, in especially B2B, like people don't want to buy from a local anymore. They want to buy from, from real people that they know and they can trust uh, and, and they have a, a real connection to. And that's where I really see uh, employer branding and you could say corporate branding really 
connects and, and overlap in, in in the area of uh, especially sales as well. Uh, so so in, in in that sense, you, you can't really take it at different take it as different pillars uh, because th- th- then you really just make it compete with each other internally, and and that's in in many many occasions where employer branding gets down prioritized because you can't really measure it in attribution software you can't really measure it in in these kind of numbers that you can with uh, you could say performance marketing uh, so so if you see it as as a component to your entire brand um, i think it, it will be so much more successful and you will see the whole company just thrive if the two different kind of branding uh, are, are there to to help each other. Yeah, but you said that you can't measure it in any software. But how do you know if it works? Of course, you, you can always measure different things, and you can measure like the the, the time to hire. You can measure uh, uh, the the quality of of the uh, applications, like in a, in a more qualitative way, um, and and. In, in that sense, it is, in my opinion, much more likely to be measured in, in a qualitative way than in, in a quantitative matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it's, it's a long-term play and you can't see from one campaign to another what the total impact was. Like you can say, okay, do we get more uh, applications? And is that even a good thing? Uh, because why would you want to have 1,000 applications if 900 of them are a misfit? Uh, mm-hmm. so, so in that sense, you have to... to really set up the right KPIs and, and measure for the right things that's really going to, gonna, uh, you can say, uh, help your company in the best manner. Um, so, so to measure employer branding is, is a quality, is a qualitative matter. Um, you, you have to listen to what people says about you on, on social media. You have to listen what candidates are telling you at, at, at job interviews. Um, it, it's like personal branding. It's like what, what, what do people actually say about you? um and 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 how how you operate um so so yeah it, it's that there are different ways of 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 measuring employer branding but it, it is a long-term play and it's more in the qualitative lane than it is in in the quantitative matter yeah it's like with the case with branding in general like you can invest in your brand but you won't see the results right away but over time you will see that people are replying that people know who you are and yeah, I know a few examples of such companies that yeah, at the start, they weren't known at all. But now when you ask someone, where do they work? Someone just says the name and everybody's, oh, that's the best company I heard about. <laughs> like, they are the ones I want to work with too. Exactly. So, I, 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 and actually, well, I saw a post the other day on, on LinkedIn from a, an employee that was, uh, that was laid off. Um, and... That's actually one of the the places where you can measure your real employer brand, like what's the real value of your company and your culture. Because she was amazed about the company, even though she was just fired. And 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 in that instance, I I don't say fire some employees just to measure your employer brand, <laughs> but 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 I'm saying that 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 that's a pretty genuine place that you can measure your employer brand because if people you just fired are still talking great about you and and saying like. They understand the decision and and everything from A to 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 C was was professionally handled and the time there was amazing because of A B and C. Then you just know it's genuine because why otherwise would they tell great things about you when you just got laid off? Recently, I've read an article about boomerang employees, so mm-hmm. people who leave the company and then come back. So, do you think that those boomerang employees are also a, re- a reflection of a great employer brand? 
Definitely. Like, again, employer branding is about building a great culture and project that accurately to the external world. Like it, it is really about being humane in every interaction with people. Uh, because if you do that in the, in the small interaction and, and the small steps, not just the big campaigns and the tagline and, and the colors on LinkedIn, but like every step, just a, a mindset that you have that you just are a decent human and, and the way you interact with both employees and candidates are... Are, are humane and, and and like you would be be handled your, your yourself, then of course it's going to affect this employer uh, this boomerang effect because, as I just said the, the the example before, she would definitely come back I know to to the company again if they uh, open up positions in uh, in her field again, like it's a win win for the company then because she would have gone out talked great about the company she just made a post that went kind of viral. And and she's going to tell friends and family about this company and why it's a great place. Uh, and then she'll just get out, get a ton of experience, and come back again without like any friction in in, in the application process or about knowing the culture. And so in, in that kind of sense, it's a big win win for companies to just treat people with decency and then see this boomerang effect in the sense of okay, I'm going to fire some people, but if um if we have a good employer brand, it will it will turn out great and they will come back or maybe be an advocate for life. Yeah. I want to go a bit deeper on this rabbit hole because mm -hmm. yeah, obviously when you leave a company, you kind of lose trust, be it one way or the other. So when an employee leaves the company, just because they were, yeah, they have a different offer, the boss and everybody else loses trust to that person. Basically, if a company fires someone, that person loses at least a bit of trust to that company. Mm -hmm. So how do you know if those employees that come back, that they will still represent your brand, that they will stand strong and uh, yeah, just show that it's a great place to work? Right after they, they've been fired, you can see it right away because it, it, like either they, they're going to go out and flame you and say, this is a the worst place to work. Like, I haven't seen that so much, but but it happens, and and then you know that okay, you you pissed the person off, <laughs> and you you you've done something wrong, uh, and it can be just some friction. Uh, there, there's tons of reasons why why that could happen, but 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 you'll see it right away. And and when when the person comes back, let's say it's a great experience firing them uh, in in quotation marks, uh, and 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 they they still are a great advocate and speaks well about you and and says that the time they had with you was a great experience and mentions all the th all the great people they've worked with and and uh, all the great things that they've been working with um then you know they're genuine and that they are still an advocate if you are then to hire them again maybe some years down the road you of course pick up an application process again it will be much more smoother because they know every process they know the people they know the culture they know the product but they're of course if you are still mistrusting them, you can sense if they are really trusting and if they will be a, a great uh, uh, contribution to the company again. But again, it's just about being humane uh, and, and, and speaking with, with people with, uh, with decency and, and with honesty. And like people can, can read people. And, and in that sense, uh, of course, I think if they've been a great advocate in the time they've been fired, why why wouldn't they be a great advocate and a great uh, contribution to the company when they uh, eventually come back again? Yeah, and a big part it's about hiring the right people, so people that are a good fit for your company and people you can rely on in the future. Mm -hmm. 
like I've seen a few examples of yeah, people that have jumped ship to a different company, but they still refer clients, they refer candidates, and just because they know that yeah, this place is awesome, and I would like my friends to work at an awesome place like that. Exactly, and that that's the reality of today. Like pe- people are jumping ships all the time, and they're doing that much more often than they did uh, years ago. Um, and and that's just the reality companies are going to live with. Uh, and 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 that's why you can't be mad or be uh, be outraging when people are are shifting companies because it's bound to happen. Uh, and if you just like let them leave with a helping hand, or maybe refer them or. or help them get, get on to, to the next step, uh, you will be put in a such more um, like great position in, in the future because of like, like we just said, then there'll be an advocate for you. They'll talk great about you to the employees at the, at the next company. They'll talk great about you to friends and family and to the network uh, and maybe even come back with more experience and be a cheaper hire and, and, and a great fit because you know they, they're all already a culture fit. Um, so that's why you, you should never let people go with like moaning attitude or uh, or be be mad about it because that is re- the reality we're living in right now. People are shifting shifts and uh, and you you just have to to help them do that because even though it it sounds ridiculous, it, it's going to put you in a more strong position uh, in in terms of attracting new talent. Yeah, you have to support the people you have and the, also the people that you've lost. Like it's business, and exactly, it's, yeah, it's not no personal. hard feelings. <laughs> exactly, it's tough business. Yeah. So, Jonas, please tell me, like, what are a few things that yeah people can focus on when they start want to start building a strong employer brand? So, what are yeah you told us about the fundamentals, mm-hmm. but let's say a company has been on the market for a few years. They recognize that yeah, it's time to invest in employer branding because people don't want to join our company at all. And what should they do? I, I look at it in in two different ways. Uh, I see uh, like quantitative, low quality content, and I see high quality content uh, in 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 a less uh, quantitative matter. And that's a pretty odd way of putting it. But but it's just like quality content versus. Uh, versus low quality content and and in that sense if you're really about to to build your employer brand and and think about it strategically take the first things i said about looking at your talent pool and and what talent needs you have in the future and see what kind of people are reflecting those talent pools and then you have like lines of communication you can play on that's honest and and comes from real people um, projected against real people and then i would say Build your foundation first, like build a, a great career site that have all the information, uh, like 83% of candidates after they've heard about you, they come to the career site to, to learn more, more about you as an employer. Mm-hmm. And and if you just have quality content there and, and really just answering these questions that you know candidates have, like it, it's not more complex than look at yourself if you wanted to, to, to shift companies. Like, what information would you have before you would consider applying? Uh, like, what, what's the application process like? How, what, what are the products? Uh, which kind of people are working there? Uh, what, what are the processes? Is it remote? Is it hybrid? Like, all, all these simple things that's really easy to put down on a, on, a, on a page. Put that down to have a foundation. So when you attract people, 
people will come into to a place where they can get all this information uh, like answered. And and it's just so much more reliable if you have people on there that can answer it, uh, like employees, like people that that the talents that you mm-hmm. wish to attract can reflect themselves in. It's just so much more genuine and and it it doesn't come out as yeah we've just sat, sat in a leadership meeting and and written down a, a couple of buzzwords and this is us now as a company and then you just write it on a quick landing page and then you just drive traffic to that and then like like people see through that shit so so be authentic and 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 interview employees and and just answer these basic questions that you just know that people want to, to get answered before they want to change uh, employer and and that that's like the first part if you get that that foundation then you know where people will come to and then it's about attracting afterwards because a, a career page it, it doesn't attract people it's there exactly. but people pe- people have to know you before they know the careers page in the social media of course so afterwards i, I would create uh, a lot of micro content this low quality content but that's just like really specific and niche oriented so again mm-hmm. Are we looking for um, 10 new software developers? Uh, you, you have a lot of places on, on, on the internet where you can see like what are software developers looking for in an employer or, or what trends are there right now in inside of uh, software development? Like all these kind of things that would be interesting to a software developer. Make, make some videos, make some FAQs with uh, your software developers inside your company and, and distribute that content in the places where they live. Um, and, and it's the same with every department and, and every talent pool. If it's sales, interview your sales people and like ask some, some genuine questions about the job, about the employees, about the, the way you're doing sales, uh, uh, about the way you're working, like all these things that could just like live in the places where these people hang out online. Uh, and it is a long process. Like you cannot just force someone to change jobs within a couple of days. Like they have to see this content uh, again and again. And when they're in, in their right state to change employer, which as we just discussed is much more often than, uh, than, than previous, then they've seen you, they, they've heard about you. They've uh, listened to what your, your employees already have said about the company and, and about the way you're practicing. Uh, and, they'll just be so much more likely to come to your place than the next company that they know nothing about. Um, so it's the, it's a combination of building a great foundation with all relevant information and then really creating uh, content at scale that you can produce and, and distribute uh, in, in the places where your talent pools live online. Yeah. But you see here, people have to understand who is their target audience? Because sometimes they go start posting on Facebook and yeah, Facebook has no reach and the people that they want to target aren't there at all. <laughs> so that's also why you should interview your employees and learn if they are part of any groups, if they yeah have some meetings that they attend, whatever. Like Exactly. Like you... you, you it's it's what most people don't understand i think they they really look at the talent pool and the talent needs as an external isolated place where they like how do this group think like how can i reach them like you, you have the exact same people inside your company like ask mm-hmm. them ask where they live online how do they like consume content 
what do they want to know about a new employer? Uh, what, how, how, why did they apply? Why, where did they find you? Like they have all the answers to the mystery box. That's the talent pool that you're about to seek. So it, it, it's it's pretty funny that that many recruiters and branding folks, talent acquisition, like they look at this talent pool of future hires as like a, a mystery box that they just have no idea how to find or how to to talk to when they have the exact same people inside the company like use that to 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 create this bridge between the the two yeah like you know we like to make things more complicated than they have to be <laughs> like, exactly we are humans <laughs> exactly uh, do you think that sometimes yeah ceos and the management in general doesn't under- understand what people are looking for in their jobs because yeah sometimes people say it's only about the money Definitely. It, it, of course, money plays a big role, uh, and and but but I think to to look beyond money because it's it's to be honest, it's the f- it's a few that doesn't think about money. Of course, everyone thinks about money. It's a job, and and you, you have a job to get money and and, and to, to to live your life. But to to look beyond money and to see like why are people here besides the money? If that ha- if that's the case, it, it is in most places. Like people are really bound to look for places where they fit like the culture and where they like the the way they they practice or like the way they work like remote wise or anything else like just ask your your employees for that secret sauce that that your company have like it's 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 hard for for leadership to figure out themselves because they often have a, a different perception of the company than the people working in the different departments uh so to really attract those people you have to ask deep down in the departments, like what is the secret sauce? Like why are you here beside the money? Like what 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 makes you come in on a on a rainy Monday morning? Yeah, that's a great point, Jonas. Like a really great one. But recently, I believe it was yesterday or the day before yesterday, you shared a very interesting post on LinkedIn mm-hmm. about an overrated trend. In general, the employer value proposition, <laughs> and <laughs> I would like to learn your thoughts about it. Like, why is it overrated, and what is it in general? Because some people may not know what it is. Like, I, I remember the post, and, and I think I wrote something about it. It's it's a creme de la creme. Like, it, it's 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 the the way that you really can connect an employer brand if you have everything figured out, uh, because it's 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 just li- this over prioritized way of thinking about employer branding that's so expensive and impractical and doesn't do anything good because it's a tagline and and of course it's it's different ways of connecting the different parts of employer branding but already there like people are not there yet people don't know what employer branding is so so in that sense it's just it's too much and it's too expensive to to hire an agency to do an evp that's like our way of of saying what we are as people and it's just fluffy and it doesn't do anything well it just sits in a shelf and and, and doesn't really do anything for for your company um and that, that that's my opinion and, and that's just it's just been been compared so much to employer branding that it's just become a, 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 a synonym now like it's become a synonym to employer branding which is totally off because employer branding doesn't have to be a tagline or a color on linkedin like like we, we said in the beginning, like employer branding is just a perception of you as a company. Do with that as you will. Like you have it, w- whether you like it or not. 
you have a reputation always. You always have a reputation. If you work with that reputation strategically, it's another thing. But working with that strategically, in my sense, is total nonsense to just be like, okay, we'll make a tagline. Because like, who in their right mind would look at a tagline and be like, yeah, okay, I'm going to apply to that place. Like, it's, not, it's, it's not the trigger that really gets talent hyped about your place. Like, oh, they have a fancy tagline and a call on LinkedIn. Like it's it's so much more basic and and simple than a, than the whole umbrella fluff that that an, an EVP is. It's just about like creating these clean communication lines between your employees and the talent you're looking for. Because as we said, we're looking for culture fits. And for some people, these talent pools might be a, a mystery box, but you have the key inside your company. You have the people who know how they think, who know where they spend time, who know what they want in an employer. Like it's about just making communications line between them and just be humane in every interaction. Uh, because if you just like have decency and 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 talking to 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 people in in a great manner in the application process and on your social media uh, posts and to your employees and 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 just just are a great employer like it, it's it's not more complicated than that then it will build upon each other and all these interactions will will add up and end out with okay shit we have to fire uh, an employee but they'll actually talk well about us in uh, on social media and to their friends and families because we've just been decent people we've been treating them re with respect and 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 building this employer brand which is your reputation and if your reputation is okay i've been laid off but they are still great people and i would love to work there again and i would love to um, make all my friends and family come work at that place because it's it's awesome then that's your reputation and that's an employer brand it's not a tech line it's like the way you, you, you you're doing business and the way you're handling your people yeah love this it's like compound interest like those little interactions they stuck up and at the end, they produce the great result that you have a great reputation and people yeah. know who you are and they refer yeah, others to your company. So, Jonas, what would you say, what's the biggest takeaway from our conversation today? I think that there's lots of things. And, and in, in my case, like I'm, uh, I'm 24 years old. I, I shouldn't even be, be having this conversation, but I've, I've, I've landed in, in, in this space and I've been working with it for, for many years now. Uh, how I don't, ask any employer brand person or recruiter, they have no idea how they, how they got into this space. Um, but, but like, I'm just willing to say that, uh, like out loud that I don't have all the answers to employer branding. Like we are still figuring out what, what it is. Uh, and, and all these conversations just help to figure out like how to act in a more like basic way when talking about employer branding and with handling employer branding that really impacts the the company because in in my point of view it's the foundation of the organization if you don't have a great employer brand and you don't treat people with respect and don't show to the external world what your culture is like and and what kind of people are there and how you you're doing business then you're not going to be in business uh, in 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 years to come because the, the the talent war I hate that term but but the the, the way we're just handling talent right now and, and, and the way that every company is just looking for the same kind of talent is like, it, it, it it's really there and it, it is a thing and it is really hard to get the right talent right now. So if you don't think about how you treat your people and how you project that, 
like culture and, and way of doing business to the external world, you can't attract the right talent. And then you'll just be building uh, more and more like worse and worse culture. And that will just be a compounding effect as well. And then you, w- you won't be in business. So yeah, the, the main takeaway is just like <laughs> conversations is the way to go in this space. Uh, it's about yeah. learning every day and it's about talking to different people about what, what's a great employer like and how can we tell that story to, to the external world in, in the best manner. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's about conversations, man. Yeah. It's all about communication as <laughs> always. Jonas, last question for today. Where mm-hmm. can people find you and how can you help them? Well, I, uh, I post uh, three times a week on, on LinkedIn and share all my thoughts as, uh, as we just talked about. It's like learning every day and trying to put, uh, put words to those uh, thoughts and, and, and that journey of being in, in the employer branding space. Uh, so uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Jonas Malbikusner. Uh, and on, of course, on, uh, on humeagency.com, uh, we have uh, our our little agency uh, who've been uh, doing some some creative employer branding stuff at the moment and uh, are just trying every day to uh, to push the space into a more creative and uh, and proactive uh, proactive way awesome like i will link everything in the description so nice. if someone listens to it they can find you straight away and nice yeah thank you very much for today it was a blast like i learned a lot i know what <laughs> yeah what i can can and should start doing <laughs> and let's hope it will produce results <laughs> yeah let's hope and uh just uh just get those small interactions compiling and then uh, magic will happen uh it's it's been a blast religion it really has thank you for listening to this episode of be a b2b leader if you like this episode make sure to leave a review in your favorite podcast app also if there is something you would like to learn let me know After all, we are building a knowledge base for B2B.